0: Good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Today I'm very pleased to be with my friend Ad Rasi, a registered massage therapist for over thirteen years, a sports therapist, and he has a few other interesting specialties. Now, Ad, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? How did you become a massage therapist, and how did you end up in Canada in Bedford, Nova Scotia?
1: Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Ed Rossi, I'm a registered massage therapist, so I, my interest in massage therapy was uh, came from an accident that happened to my father in 1976. So what happened, he had a car accident and nine years later he had some uh, disc injury mm-hmm. due to the car accident, so mm-hmm. he had to had surgery. Mm-hmm. So the surgery required rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So I was like 15 years old at that time, mm-hmm. and I took him for physio, and he had the 10 session. So I was watching the physiotherapist how he's helping my dad. Mm-hmm. So during the treatment, every time I asked the physio question, how can I help him at home, and he said, you can do this technique, you can do this. Give me some hands-on, and. With that, after his uh, sessions over every week, or every time he had a pain after busy mm-hmm. day at work or anything, he, I, I feel his pain. He always ask if I can do some hands-on work on his back mm-hmm. and his legs. So that helped him a lot, but that uh, put me into uh, interest to continue education in uh, physiotherapy.
0: Wow, oh, that is wonderful. And yeah. I appreciate you sharing that very personal story. That is Thank really you. amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: So that is a long so time ago that yeah. you started to work in that field, really.
1: Yeah, hands on. So for that, I seek to study uh, therapy in, in Ukraine because they're very uh, famous in sports. So I have a brother that lived there, so I went to study there. I did two years of sports medicine up there,
0: uh-huh.
1: and then I moved here to Canada. I had a family member here asked me to come. My sister was living here. She said, Why don't you move in here and you continue to study here? So I came here and went to Dal, and Dal's tuition was a little bit expensive for me,
0: yeah.
1: so I kind of put her away until the uh, time and save some money. So. I kind of, after seven years been working, then I had a family and I have a daughter and I find that there is no time to see my my kids growing up. Mm-hmm. So then after my parents, they keep telling me, why don't you go ahead and finish, you know, your study, what, you're, what you like and what you love. So actually I went and registered with the massage therapy school in Halifax and I had, uh, enrolled and I graduated 2006 mm-hmm. and since then I've been working in that field Yeah. and uh, working with some athletes uh, locally and, and, uh, and national and some athletes from outside of Canada that I work with and that's what have me you know, be here today and meet you and talk a little bit about what I, what I do.
0: Wow, that is wonderful. It, it, it is very rewarding to be in the helping profession and see people get better. Yes. And for you, as a more or less manual therapist, you work with your hands and your brain, of course. It's still those hands Absolutely. to do the right things. You can really help those people what What are the the most favorite things that you do? What do you do every day? What really satisfies you?
1: So I love my job. that's the main things, and that's keep me going and uh, It's very interesting that I see different variety of injury
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, general public What that kind
0: of injuries do you see? What's the most common or?
1: Most common injury that I see mostly day-to-day living, activity daily living, which is a uh, patient that they have uh, some problem with back, neck, and shoulders. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them, they have the lower back, that they have some sciatica, mm-hmm. and some people, they have lower back, and lower back has a lot of um, factors that sometimes patient they tell oh, my back is killing me, which is they don't know what's coming from. There's a lot of factors that mimic disc problem or sciarica sometimes they tell you sciarica sciarica could be coming from the disc or coming from the muscle in the, in the buttocks uh-huh. which we call it performance muscle uh-huh. that's getting trapped as the muscle gets stretched. Yeah,
0: that's a muscle that's deep inside your de-gluts. bum or buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call yeah. it the
1: glutes term- yeah. terminology way.
0: Mm-hmm. And those who work in sports or fitness, they know what the glutes are. Absolutely. But
1: for all the others of us, it's just the bum. Butters <laughs> or bum, <laughs> correct, yes. So that muscle gets mm-hmm. trapped right there or gets trapped in the lower back mm-hmm. in the, between L1 to L5. Mm-hmm. And most common come lumbar spine number... Four and five the vertebrae between four and five mm-hmm. and s one mm-hmm. most common, so that mimic as well some people they could have a kidney problem mm-hmm. so i have a I have an athlete he was uh, competing in Hong Kong. he contacted me two thousand and fifteen in December, and uh, he asked me that he had some pain here and there, so I was educate him over the phone actually. Mm-hmm. And I told him, just take a picture, tell me, where's your pain? He sent me a picture. I told him, okay, how's your uh, urine color? And he said, well, I peed some blood yesterday. I said, okay, so that's not musculature. He said, what do you mean? I told him, it's uh, your kidney. Mimic pain right there, so I refer pain in that area that you have in your groin and in your lower back. Mm-hmm. So That's
0: not very rare, actually. Yes. Yeah, Many people have kidney stone pain in their back.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of stuff, mimics stuff like that. Even some patients that I see that they have some headaches, they, call, they tell you, I have migraine or I have attention headaches. Mm-hmm. And I do my assessment and I notice sometimes that people, most common, their pain coming from musculature, mm-hmm. trigger point, we call it knots usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the trigger point that's in the muscle and in the shoulder, they call them upper trapezius, or the suboccipital, or semispinalis that run between the shoulder blade all the way up to the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And there's another muscle that's in the front of your neck that's uh, very important to get treated because that's mimic some tension headache.
0: Oh, that's called. interesting. So really everybody that has tension headaches, and I mean tension that refers to muscle tension, anyway. But there can be really trigger points. Is it the same that we feel as knots? And when you massage them, they yeah. hurt like hell.
1: Yes. So <laughs> those one, what we do when we work on mm-hmm. them, I always check with the patient and ask them, is the pain refer? So if the pain referring to the area that the pain, so referring, pain,
0: you mean it radiates to ra- other areas, radiate, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: referring, radiating to the temporal mm-hmm. or the forehead, and sometimes yeah. the tummy right coming into my eye. That's yeah. the same pain that mm-hmm. I'm experiencing. Yeah. So that's me in trigger point yeah. issue. It's not something to do with their Must tension it. headaches or or the brain compression or tension on the inner, on the brain.
0: So that's really interesting yeah. to know, so everybody really that has headache should go to a experienced massage therapist to get an assessment to see uh, if it's a trigger point because you can feel it right Absolutely. And, and yeah yeah and and it's different from what your doctor does and I mean or if I always recommend go to your family doctor too and. Check out that it's maybe something more serious or more sinister, like a tumor in your brain. Make sure yeah. that it's not that. You don't Absolutely. want that. And if the doctor tells you, oh, well, it's just tension. I nothing you can do. Take aspirin. No. See add
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, other things we can do as well. Uh-huh. Vertebral artery tests to check uh-huh. other things. So where we do vertebral artery tests that we check that to check any that vertebral artery that go into your brain, uh-huh. we put the neck into a certain position in order to check that if any minimal uh, quantity of blood going up to your brain through that artery, that will create a little bit less oxygen going to your brain. You might feel more lightheaded or you may feel a little bit dizziness or anything. That test will mimic that way when we have that test positive, I automatically refer them to a physician to go for further testing. To
0: go for, to a yeah. vascular surgeon and see yes. if the arteries are narrowed and you need to do something Absolutely. to avoid a stroke maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, yes. a, that's a very valuable test. I've never seen that done, that a yeah. massage therapist does it. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you yeah. do those?
1: Absolutely. Wow. We do, we do a lot of neurological test, testing uh-huh. for the as well for the nerve mm-hmm. that exits in your brain. Uh, we call them brachial plexus, the one coming mm-hmm. from your neck. Or lumbar plexus that plexus that go from your lumbar spine, your lower back.
0: Lower back, yeah. yeah
1: so any entrapment happening in the neck, where's the nerve exit, mm-hmm. and where's the nerve exit the lower back as well. So those one will test the extremity to see where's entrapment we have either either in the desk, either in the in the muscle, or in uh, any joint that happening.
0: That is really interesting. Yeah. So. You probably would be able, if somebody has probably uh, thinks they have carpal tunnel, you would yes. be able to say, Is it just your carpal? Is it your ulna? Is it your brachial yes. plexus on the shoulder? So, or?
1: if anyone coming to you with a pain that's shooting down, mm-hmm. we'll check the term- dermatome, we call them. So, where's the pain going? If past the elbow, then this will be. Uh, coming from the level of your vertebrae number 6, for example, uh-huh. it's coming past the elbow. If uh-huh. just do the elbow, will be like C3, C4, which is uh-huh. meaning disc number 3 and 4. And if that you have is have it, it
0: comes from the spine and not from an entrapment at the ulnar nerve here or at the, at the, With at the, the carpal, carpal tunnel. tunnel. With the
1: carpal tunnel syndrome, could be just entrapment happening during, uh, into the elbow yeah. or into... The tunnel, which we call a tunnel because the nerve, the median nerve, go through a tunnel in the wrist. Mm-hmm. And that gets entrapped right there by the tendon that's coming from the arm, the forearm.
0: And they so all go in one tunnel.
1: They go into and they, they go next to each other. When they rub against each other, create mm-hmm. a, a scar tissue and a scar tissue What happens? No more space for the nerve to pass through that tunnel. And that's what we call it carpal tunnel syndrome. So they compression from the scar tissue that develop from the tendon friction happening because we move our finger all the time mm-hmm. when we type in on a computer or we're playing any sport or anything that happened. A repetitive movement and repetitive motion create a lot of the body will lay down collagen fiber and collagen fiber turn into adhesion and adhesion turn into scar tissue and that's yeah. what gets entrapment happen.
0: So Can you, with a massage, loosen that entrapment sometimes?
1: So what we do with massage therapy to help people with carpal tunnel syndrome, we treat the muscle Mm -hmm. where it originates and where it inserts the muscle belly, and then we go to the tendon Mm -hmm. to friction those adhesion and scar tissue. When we break them down, the body is going to notice the pain for a day or two. Mm -hmm. So that's normal when you have that, where we give the patient some... Uh, remedial exercise to do at home, to do stretch. stretch, tell them to do heat and ice, stretch, heat and ice, and that will help realign those muscle fiber or macro fiber that we break down Uh to have more space to the nerve Mm -hmm. to passage, but that's uh, close to four to six weeks treatment okay. of two visits per week.
0: So that would be an option to try before you have surgery, try if it works, and if not, you can still have surgery.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIOEFM. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about massage and related issues with Adresi. Welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm happy to talk with Ad Rassi, massage therapist, sport therapist, and so much more, really, and an interesting human being, too. Thank you. And... uh, In the break, we talked a little bit about TMJ problems. Now TMJ stands for Temporomandibular Joint, which most people just know as their jaw joint. Correct. Tell us a little bit about it because I know that's one of your specialties and you're the only one so far that I know that really specializes in that besides dentists.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, TMJ is a joint that's located in the jaw, which most of us know. Uh, this joint has a disc, and disc contain a disc contains synovial fluid. And sometimes people, due to a lot of factors caused by bruxism, which is mean you clenching your teeth while you're sleeping, and sometimes uh, the development of your jaw, the lower jaw, that's what happened. Sometimes can be protruded, which is mean going forward, or sit backward, and by opening and closing sometimes, a lot of people mm-hmm. over the years, they have a little bit noise happening right there with some clicking. Mm-hmm. The clicking noise, a lot of people they say, oh, my jaw click." So what's that mean? Uh, the joint right there, the disc will go either forward or backward. So it's the disc is situated in that joint, which is coming like, uh, it's like a socket and, and a head and as time we open the jaw, what happens, either the disc will go forward or go backward, that's what creates little so, bit of the clicking noise.
0: So that's a little bit like the meniscus in
1: the knee? Uh, just like the, we can we can say it's like the hip joint. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: the hip joint like a ball and socket. Okay. But this one is on a small, small scale, scale yeah. different than the hip. So that clicking happen right there because we have the disc right there. Okay. That disc... Same things as the disc we have in our uh, vertebral column. Yeah. So factors that's that cause that sometimes happen a lot with uh, guest speakers because they speak a lot, or uh, with uh, broadcasters, or with uh, priests, or with singers, uh, due to repetitive uh, motion that happen in the job. Or with children as well these days, because that's why most uh, orthodontists recommend braces or dentists recommend braces for children to prevent those uh, injuries.
0: Okay, so misalignment of the teeth can cause problems with your jaw joints.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, when you're born with the jaw, you see some kids, sometimes their jaw it's sitting backward. Yes. Right? So they can align it. Or some people, they have... Uh, jaw forward the pen so that's what caused that so it's very mm-hmm. important that uh, the dentists what they're doing right now they send them to orthodontists which is it's mm-hmm. a great way to prevent those from happening and sometimes when we age we have some loss of teeth in the back of our mouth mm-hmm. or the molar teeth that will create a little bit space and a little bit changing in the joint itself and that will create a little bit pain right there
0: that is interesting. And I know I've been told myself that the teeth were misaligned actually after orthodontic treatment mm-hmm. as a child, mm-hmm. later on when I was in my 20s. And they grounded the teeth and it, 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 it solved the problem somehow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does it, and sometimes you do need a bioplate, and sometimes it's more muscular. Can that be too?
1: Uh the bite plate, let's say talk a little bit about the bite plate. Mm-hmm. So yes, if, if kids have uh misalignment teeth, bite they, so they have the wisdom teeth. The wisdom teeth get removed at a time if it was required mm-hmm. because after you have your braces done your uh, your mo- your uh, your teeth will be coming out the So those, if they get removed, you're required to have your bite plate on, Mm -hmm. the wisdom teeth. So when the wisdom teeth are removed, you're required to wear those bite plate Mm -hmm. in order to prevent damage or changes to the structure Mm -hmm. of your joint. So the second thing that we have, uh, misalignment of teeth or anything, bite plate will play right there. Mm -hmm. Um, And musculature-wise, we have lot of factors with our uh, human body that create that. So some tension sometimes coming from your shoulder, uh, the chest muscle, it's called a platysma. It's a big muscle that's sitting right from the lower jaw, go all all the way down to your front of your chest and go over your shoulder, left and right. And then your shoulder muscle trapezius, then other factors, they call them sternocleidomastoid. And the deep neck flexors Right. There's many, them all many for you. different
0: muscles in your the, neck that the, have to work together yeah, properly to not give you problems. Absolutely. So
1: we treat those muscles, and then we start working on the pterygoid muscles. After we work the neck muscles, we prepare all that, and then we can work on the on the jaw muscles. Mm-hmm. So the jaw muscles that we can work them ex- externally on the, on the face. It's the one that's called chewing muscle, we call yeah. it masseter. And then we have the pterygoid muscles which is we do intraoral work wear gloves yeah. and we do intraoral work and we we'll, uh, watch the patient for facial expression if any pain or any gogging yeah. or yeah. anything they might, might cause during the treatment.
0: Yeah, some people gag easy. Yes. Huh? And it's interesting to know that your jaw joint is located right in front of your outer ear.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So if you put your finger right in front of your ear, you notice right there as you open and close. So there's these factor, paroxysm or uh, muscle atrophy in, the, in the, uh, the jaw muscles and we have also another muscle that's called temporalis which is coming right in the temporal bone mm-hmm. and it's a fan-shaped muscle that's originate right on top. Uh, uh, the parietal bone of your head and then go all that's the way to the joint, across the joint. the
0: on the, sides on the and side, on your temples, above, on that's the, temples, the temporal right, muscle.
1: Yeah, right above your ears. Yeah. And so you put your finger all the way, if you cap your ear and you put your, your finger, will be exactly right there and you feel them as you clench your teeth. I so that, yeah. those, those one, the, the the symptoms that we have sometimes from uh, the jaw pain, pain. Uh, We can refer to your uh, temporal bone to that muscle, right? Yeah, and uh, can refer also into the joint or into the jaw muscle, right on your cheek on each side. And sometimes refer into uh, your eyes, your frontal head, your ears, and your ears, and the ears as well. The ears, a lot of patients come to me, they tell me, I have a ringing ear. Mm-hmm. Or I have a whizzing noise in my mm-hmm. ear. That could be another factor. That could be the joint, the wow. TMJ, yeah. that's referring causing those uh, those, those problems. Uh, those problems. Yeah.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. And I know some people they uh, uh, crack nuts or candy with their teeth, and they chew always on one side. Like we are right-handed, we chew on the right side more. Yes. I think. Can that cause problems also?
1: It's, uh, as we know, our body, it's asymmetrical. So if you want to just focus only on the jaw, we can, the whole body, it's asymmetrical. So as right dominant or left dominant, that's factors that what well, we should be aware of our you know, activity, daily living, Mm -hmm. whatever we do with the right, we should do with the left. Yeah. But we cannot do that. But as much we can incorporate the left side, for example, just to take over the pressure on the right side because our right side become, you're working too much with it or the left side if you're dominant. So the same things for the jaw. We have to work a little bit symmetrical, a little bit, but our body always asymmetrical. So it's great to chew on both sides. As you know, we're aware if we're trying to develop any pain or anything, we should, you know, Alternate,
0: and I think that's a very important point that you sh- should be aware of your body. People Absolutely. should eat mindfully and be aware what they do, and yes. that's not just by eating, but aware of the pain, aware of asymmetric things, of other things in your muscles too, and you probably see a lot of asymmetry.
1: A lot of asymmetry in our human body, uh-huh. even uh, in your eyes, you see one um, more opening, uh, your head, your shoulder, you see uh, even, even our uh, cranium, which is the skull, our head, uh, you see one side to another side that's due to uh, muscle imbalance that's pulling one side to the other mm-hmm. and create a little bit uh, asymmetry in the, in the cranium as well in the head.
0: Yeah, that is, that is It's very interesting, and there was a whole science phrenology years ago about the shapes of the head on the right and the left, and Absolutely. they tried to tell people with certain heads they are criminals and whatever. It, it doesn't work, <laughs> yeah. it, it was for a while. It was quite popular. Yeah. So it, it it's really really important to watch for your body, and if if you don't get the results with one. Professional, maybe try another one absolutely, because, as you see, it does so much more than most massage therapists, most massage therapists well as, as it hurt and then they massage on there and massage the knots out of the body, which is nice
1: yeah a lot of us in the industry that uh, each one of them has different technique, yes. and we're all uh, here to help. Uh, mm-hmm. Our patients. Yes. And uh, every therapist, with their expertise and different technique, uh, and uh, that will uh, put you at a different level. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of therapists uh, that they have a lot of experience in the background in their toolbox. Yes. And they had work with other uh, healthcare practitioner and they develop a different technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I can say that I've been uh, working with different. Uh, uh, other health practitioner and uh, continue education that uh, I was uh, I do my uh, my courses every every year I do one two or three uh, courses continuing education. And uh, sometimes I take courses uh, locally and uh, nationally.
0: And I think we should mention that if you want to contact Ed, his uh, website and email is info at ca. And thank you very much, Ed, for being on the show. This brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Ed and forgot the website, my email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, at communityradio.ca. And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. Jim, you're the best. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.